Hello, welcome along. You found us. We found each other in a beautiful way, in a sort of a, a moment. We came together, and this is James Watt in Conversation, show talk, where we talk to the big stars of theatre, music, comedy, that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, it's a bit of an extra one today, because uh, because of the news you probably heard about the death of Barry Cryer, it set me thinking about the conversation I had with Barry Cryer a few years ago. So I dug it out of my little machine and thought, why don't we stick it out, because it's gone into the mist of time and he was in really good form he was about to take on a theater show with colin sell uh him and his piano and lots of stories and mucking about so we've got that coming up uh but before i got to talk to him on air so to speak we were just chatting uh before we started about just saying hello and i thought this had never been on air so i thought why don't we stick the first bit on as well he was because uh, my dad worked maybe with him we don't know uh on a tv show called hello Hello Cheeky for Yorkshire TV many, many moons ago. And uh, I started by, you know, warming him up uh, by talking about that. And so let's hear that right now. I'm sure my dad must have worked with you um, at Yorkshire Telly uh, a few years ago, this, I think, um, on Hello Cheeky. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure I have a T-shirt with Hello Cheeky. It came from radio. Yeah. And the BBC didn't want it. Yeah, yeah. And my TV wanted it. And yeah. quite frankly, we put Panorama's ratings up, I think. <laughs> yeah, because like, uh, it's, it's got into this, because I, I Dad, Dad's lighting director. And um, and I'm sure I must have got, I bet I came and saw a recording of it and everything when I was about 10. Or yeah, 10. I've got an unedited version of the first one we did, the pilot. Yeah. And it's funnier than anything that went out in the series. <laughs> because there's cameras in shot. Yeah. Timbrook Taylor trying to be Queen Victoria in 15 seconds. Yeah. My wife and I watched it and she said, this is better than... They slicked it up and edited it. <laughs> it should have been a shambles. Yeah. But a funny shambles, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people walking across camera and cameras in shots and all sorts. You know, and they, they neatened it up so Timbrook Taylor appears as Queen Victoria all dolled up. <laughs> no, the fun isn't seeing him trying to be Queen Victoria. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, there we are. There James. we go. Yeah, that, that was years. I don't know. Seventies, I guess that must have been. There we go. There you go, Barry Cryer. Now, after we spoke to that, we just had a chat, just to show if it was working. Then uh, we started the interview proper. Don't forget, if you want to subscribe to this, you never know who's going to turn up on this one. Uh, subscribe away, like it. You're meant to do that on podcasts for whatever reason. And if you want to contact me, uh, it's uh, hello at jameswhatuk.com or Twitter, jameswhatuk, Instagram, the same sort of thing. Anyway, this is what happened on air uh, when uh, Watty met Barry Cryer. James Watt, delighted to welcome to the show today, Barry Cryer. That's ESU, isn't it? It is. I'm, I'm uh, guilty, yes. <laughs> guilty as charged. Yes. It's you and a, and a few stories, I guess. This is it, and questions. Yeah, it's me and Colin Sell. The oh, Colin Sell. From, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. Yeah. Yes, we've been... Is he still alive, is he? You know, because I think he's been very old on that show for many he years. Very, he went very quiet at the piano the other day, but yes, I think he's all right. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a one-man show, it's a two-man show. He butts in, he sings songs, he sticks the odd joke in. No, we've been... Been together now for quite a few years. <laughs> I like my name because I mean, you, it's difficult to know where to where to start with you because you have been doing it a couple of years now, and um, you know when when because it was 
back in had TV been invented when you started? Don't stop it! <laughs> I have to put up with all the jokes about they didn't recognise me in colour, you know. <laughs> so what was the first? Because it was it was big time TV shows you were you were writing really, wasn't it? Oh yes, I was a stand up many years ago. We didn't call it stand up then. Uh, and then due to I've been dogged by good luck all my life due to lucky accidents I fell into writing and then that took over and uh, I wrote wrote for years I haven't written for a show for a long time now because I'm, I'm gigging and performing you know and write song lyrics and stuff for myself but uh, I had a marvellous era of, of writing with, with the heavyweights you know Eric and Ernie and Tommy Cooper and yeah, Frankie Howard, Kenny Everett. That was a very happy period. Oh, absolutely! Because we he was like... the only non-comedian I ever wrote for. He was a one-off. He was, was that, Kenny did, Everett. Did that make it? Did that make it as he was? You know, he's just sort of a disc jockey. Uh, you know, did it make it easy to write for them because they'll do what you say? <laughs> I can't yeah, imagine I mean, him was... doing, doing what you tell him. Ray Cameron, the late my writing partner, father of Mike McIntyre. Yeah, <laughs> how the generations go on. Uh, we would come up with an idea and uh, he was brilliant because he would just take it and run with it he knew you know he had ideas of what the character would look like and what they would how they would behave yeah he was brilliant so it was a joy to work with him and I mean, was, is it always was it was it sort of lucky coincidence were, were you planning to sort of be more behind the scenes than in front of camera oh but people used to say to me because they knew i'd been a so-called comic before this, oh, did you feel sort of frustrated? I said, look, I was backroom boy. If you were writing for Eric and Ernie, that was pre- good enough. <laughs> you, could, you could have done it better than them. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I was quite happy with that role. So you say you did did kind of stand-up before it was invented. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No, there were that... a few of us. Yeah. Don't exaggerate. <laughs> <laughs> and so we do what was that working men's club type operation what was that then no uh, what happened was uh i left leeds my hometown there's no work there i won't go into all the details and you, what you do when you're young you know i got an overnight train to london yeah and i got some phone numbers and a, a bed sitter in north finchley in london and uh david nixon the magician who i'd been his assistant off stage yeah uh, he was marvellous to me and introduced me to people, took me to his shows. And I had a 17-day rail return ticket. <laughs> and the day before it ran out, I got an audition at the Windmill Theatre in London and uh, got the job and started work an hour and a half after I'd auditioned. Wow. So that was six shows a day, six days a week. That was a school, 36 shows a week. Yeah. And they hadn't come to see you, that's for sure. <laughs> They'd come to see the strippers, you know. <laughs> and so when... that was a very good school. But you mentioned working men's clubs, yeah. uh, which was uh, very active in those days. I only ever did one back up north because I'd got lucky in London, you know. Yeah. And uh, concert secretary. <laughs> you remember Wheel Tappers and Shunters? Oh, club? yeah, Colin Crompton. Colin Crompton. <laughs> the point was, this one yeah. thing I did, James. Yes. Concert secretary said, uh, what's, your, what's your name, son? So I gave him my name, and he wrote it on a bit of paper. He then lost a bit of paper. Yeah. He then banged his gavel or whatever and made some announcements about the club and then said, Hey, up. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and I walked on and said, Evening all, my name's A. Up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> he just panicked. He'd lost my name. 
<laughs> now, because uh, aficionados of the old Radio 4, and I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. It's been going for years there now, hasn't it? <laughs> 1972, yeah. We're not complacent. We're just very happy about it. I mean, we do a stage version of it. And um, we did the Millennium Stadium Cardiff recently, you know, and 2,000 turn up. And if the audience were our age, they'd be dropping off, wouldn't they? But we get families and students and, you know, you get the younger people saying, I grew up with your show, Mum and Dad used to listen to it, which is great. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, you've been, you've been there all the way through, of course, and with uh, the aforementioned Colin Sell, of course. Yes, the, the first series was a spin-off from another show called, I'm sorry, I'll read that again. Yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, Graham Garden, Bill Oddie and Tim Tarrant, who were in that... I'd got lucky when working in telly and everything, and the BBC wanted another series. So Graham Garden devised a show that didn't need a script (laughs) and not much rehearsal either. And that that was it. Graham devised it. The younger generation now own their shows, and good, quite right too, but Graham didn't register it. Yeah. So the BBC say, that's ours, you know. Yeah, right. And they don't like us doing stage shows. And <laughs> When we first started stage shows, I said, you can't use the title. <laughs> so I said, we'll put got in. Sorry, I haven't got a clue. It's not the same title, you see. <laughs> but anyway, they backed okay, off. They backed off, OK. And, you're still, and, and still, um, I, I guess, as we've got you on, uh, and it's a bit anarchy, this, I guess, but uh, you now can give us the official rules of Mornington Crescent. Not on, the, not on the air, it's club rules, no offence. <laughs> I can only say, as a tip and a hint to people, it's nothing to do with tube stations, it's to do with the words. If you listen to the words. Listen to the words. Yeah, that's, that's as far as I'm allowed to go, sorry. Can't go any further than that. Well, that's close enough. Because I no offence, f- no, no. i got a few ideas about the rules, but, you know, I can't give those to you, obviously, of course. Uh, so, I like the way you've got a bucket on in... You've got a bucket in your show. Yeah. Well, the bucket... What's the bucket for? pile of paper and pens when they come in. Yeah. And they can write anything on a bit of paper, and I draw from it like a raffle in the second half. Yeah. Try and think of something related to what they've written on the bit of paper. Well, have you got fa- have you got favourite or, or often asked questions that you get? Oh, my favourite ever bit of paper said, Thank- "Thanks for the pen." <laughs> 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 you get one word like shirts or something, you know, and then I go off into a story, a joke I've just heard about a farmer, and I say, "This farmer, who was wearing a shirt." You know, and you wander off. But uh, oh, it's my favourite part of the show, and it's the audience's favourite, I think, because they're involved. And do you, uh, interesting, do you get, um, uh, do people, you, you've got kind of you've got the face that people think, I know you, you're a mate of mine, I guess. Yes, I, well, because of the radio and everything, the, people know the voice more than the face sometimes. Yeah. I remember uh, at a bar once, and a woman was standing next to me talking to some people, and the ones I was with made me laugh, and I went, ah, ah, ah. And she turned around and said, oh, it's you. <laughs> so it's another world. <laughs> well, it's great. And uh, you, you are responsible, Barry, don't you, uh, you know this, but uh, one of our producers here, uh, uh, Lamont, he's, uh, you made him feel very embarrassed once. Oh, tell me. Yeah, I apologise uh, to him in advance. Well, uh, I think it was me. his own fault. Uh, he was at a railway station, I think it was probably down in London Way, uh, and he uh, he came across you. 
and he, you're a great hero of his, blah, 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 all that sort of thing. And uh, you end up standing next to each other waiting for the train. Lamont said, uh, I'm going to talk, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say hello, because I love uh, you know, great laughs and all that. And he, and he, he revered, revered you and said, I love what you do. You've given me many hours of, of pleasure listening on the TV, the radio, and all that sort of thing. And uh, how lovely to meet you, uh, Barry Took. Oh, yes. And uh, he, he, know, he knew you weren't Barry Took, but then with that, you were gone on the train, sort of thing. <laughs> it happens to this day. Yes. Uh, he was an old friend, and we, were, we didn't look that much like no, him. No, no. There was yeah. the hair and the glasses, yeah, but yeah. we were very different. And, uh, oh, only about a year ago, I got in a taxi in London, and the driver said, Oh, what a thrill, Mr. Took. <laughs> And I said, no, no, my mate's gone. I said, uh, and he looked at me quite indignantly. He said, well, who are you then? <laughs> Who's this imposter who's gone? Oh, yes, the tookie thing. No, the tookie thing. So, yeah, uh, he's very embarrassed about the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I had to apologise. Well, give him my regards. Will do. Uh, say, say Barry Took sent his regards. <laughs> I will. Barry, good thought to you. Thanks Thank very you, much. Thank you, James. Cheers. There we go, the one, the only, Barry Cryer. I thought you'd like to hear that, so I dug it out, and it was uh, was really good to talk to him uh, a few years ago. Uh, this is James Watt. Uh, you've been listening to James Watt in Conversation Show Talk, uh, which is an occasional podcast series when we can be bothered. Uh, and that's nice. If you want to subscribe away, want to pop up every now and again, that would be lovely. Want to contact us? It's hello at jameswattuk.com on, uh, well, email that. And uh, just jameswattuk kind of works on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram, that sort of thing as well, if you can be um, bothered about all that sort of thing. And I'll catch you next time round. Cheers.